When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This is the happy hour. You guys want the happy hour? Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. Yeah, I'll, maybe, I'll come for a couple. Here are your hosts, Nick Sainert. I want to know what it's like to commit a crime without having to spend time in jail. And Enrique Alvarez Cleary. C is for chunk. Brought to you by Empire Fence and Netting on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back in the happy hour, 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. Nick Sainer and Austin Orman with you. Uh, 402-464-5685, the Honda Lincoln Hotline, the starter Heyman text line. We did get a question from Henry Austin that said, how is little Herbie doing? Oh, little Herbie is doing quite well. He's... He's growing. Okay. That's He'll good. be eight, uh, two months officially on wow. Wednesday. Two months. Time flies. Yeah. He loves bottles. He loves napping on people's chests. Um, also a big fan of tummy time. Oh, that's good. What he doesn't like is when you need to pause the bottle because he's going too oh, fast. Oh, yeah. He will cry immediately. Gotcha. Doesn't but want yeah. to take it away from you. He does not. Happy little guy, That's adorable little guy. That's Herbie. Chubbiest cheeks I've ever seen. That's Herbie. Mm-hmm. Little Herbie. We don't know him as Beckett. We know him as Herbie. Uh, there you go. All right, so Nebraska basketball uh, falls 89-60 to 60 last night to the Creighton Blue Jays. Baylor Shireman, the Aurora Nebraska native, the former South Dakota State Jackrabbit, uh, starts out 6 of 12 from three-point land in the first half, and which is actually a career high for uh, Baylor Shireman, but then goes 0 for 7 in the second half from 3, which is nice to see if you're a Nebraska fan. Um, but nonetheless, it finishes with 24 points, which was a game high. Casey Tominaga had 20 to lead the Huskers, uh, shot 50% from the field, just 1 of 4, though, from 3-point land. And Nebraska falls 89-60 to 60 at home yesterday. I mean... Nebraska shoots 9% from three points, three point range uh, compared to 35%. I mean, the, the Creighton Blue Jays shot 43 pointers yesterday. I mean, they, they were letting them fly and Nebraska shoots two of 22 as a team. Those two uh, makes coming from case in the first half and rink mass in the second half. And I said this last night, Austin, Rink so so Rink Mass had went one for five, had five attempts, right? Mm-hmm. Josiah Alec had four. He went oh for four. Now the issue is that you don't want those two guys shooting the most threes on your team. 
Uh, K-State did go one for four, so he tied Josiah Alex numbers. But all game long, Creighton was daring Josiah Alec to shoot the three, and unfortunately, he kept taking them. So I'm not going to say completely, unfortunately, because if Fred Hoiberg and the staff have given him the ability and yep, have confidence in him line, to knock yep. them down, sure, take them. But after you miss your first couple, that's when you take that, that one or two dribbles in yeah, and you take that footer. elbow jumper. Or yeah. what you do is you treat yourself like Draymond Green. Yeah, You find a way to, to make the next play in the offense. You either get in Carl Printer's chest or you get into a dribble handoff with someone else that can get downhill. Then you mm-hmm. pop to the elbow, you roll to the rim, you find something to do. I don't hate the shots. They were they were open. He's hit those for the most part this year. So yeah. it's just, you know, an uncharacteristically bad night for him on an uncharacteristically bad night for the team. But yeah, after the first couple, there's a very delicate balance to draw between, oh, I'm missing everything. I got to do something yeah. else. And hey, I'm open. I, I think I can, I, I'm going to make this one. Coaches tell me to shoot it. I'm going to shoot it. But this was not just Alex's best game. He looked a little lost, a little unsure yeah. of himself. I don't think he's played anyone, you know, like Kalkbrenner in that matchup that's no. played him like yeah. that. Yeah. So I think that was a learning experience for a guy who's been around the block now. Take it and adjust for the rest of the season. So it's interesting. So and A. Ron says on the text line uh, four six four five six eight five says apparently we were daring Shireman to shoot the three because no one was covering him. <laughs> the biggest issue was, and and this is where. Shireman's a good enough shooter. I mean, he's going to be a guy that gets drafted. He tested the NBA draft waters last year at the end of the season, elected to return to Creighton. Um, I have tested him two straight years, right? Because did he test him out of South Dakota yes. State? So, mm-hmm. I mean, he's tested the, the waters twice and now uh, elected to return back to, to college basketball both times or now for a third season. Um, but, here, here, I mean, here you have it to where if you're, if you're Nebraska, unfortunately, there's just no adjustment made defensively on him. And like they, they continued to go under screens w- uh, when Baylor Shireman got the ball and, and, and against him, he doesn't need a whole lot of space to maneuver. And at some point, like Nebraska was going to either have to try to blow up a screen or they were going to have to go uh, uh, like on top of the screen. So this is going to sound funny to some people. I'm not going to put that defensive effort on the coaching staff and the game plan. I I would agree. I think last night was more on the players. They would run into screens and not fight around them, or they'd take an extra step wide to trail the screen. So many times, whether it was Shireman in that first half, Ashworth hit a couple, Alexander lined one up. Heck, even I think Trout and Miller each hit one as well. Nebraska was either not there on the catch against a team that's really good at shooting, or they were standing flat-footed. Yeah. No hands up, no hand trying to swipe at the ball and one in their face, nothing. They were either not there or technically there, but just holding yeah. down the hardwood. It felt really, unfortunately, like lackadaisical. Until Sam Hoiberg came in the game, yep. and Nebraska yep. got up by one at that point, yep. took him out because that offensive group wasn't playing very well. But the hope was that those Sam Hoiberg minutes would say, hey, Wake up, guys. We've got to do this. But Sam Hoiberg was the only one to play with any consistent effort defensively from the guards. At least. Yeah, and, and that's one thing. I mean, we're going to talk about the guard position here in a few moments. Um, but it just felt like even pregame that there just wasn't a whole lot of juice in this team. And, and, and we were down there on the floor, Austin. Like, it just didn't feel like they were ready to go and, mm-hmm. and their performance in the start, like they were trailing from behind, you know, from the start of the show 
Uh, they like, I think their last lead was like 24, 23 or whatever mm-hmm. with, you know, 10 minutes left in the first half. And ever since the nine minute mark in that first half, Creighton just dominated the rest of the way. And I think a big part of it, I, I think you would have hoped getting guys like Bryce Williams, uh, going out and getting an experienced guy like Boogie Coleman, like there were, there were runs that Creighton went on and you, at that point, this is what Sam Greasel and Derek Walker did so well last year. They were able to halt runs from the opponent. Did you listen to post game last night? I did not, unfortunately. Nick, that is basically exactly what I said. I, I, I just, I, unfortunately, like Nebraska now needs to get this guy, um, or, or find a guy, I should say, that can just somewhat calm down the entire offense. There was a moment last night um, where the lineup was, I'm, I'm trying to recall it. It was Jerron Coleman, Sam Hoiberg, CJ Wilcher, Josiah Alec, and I want to say Juwan Gary. Yep. And like that was in in a danger zone. Like that was in a danger zone for Nebraska. And that's where I would, if I could go back, ask Fred Hoiberg, like who's the guy on that in, in that point, right? Is if it's if it's Boogie Coleman, that's fine. If it's Juwan Gary, that's fine. But it, they didn't play like they were the dude on offense at that mm-hmm. point. Like Juwan didn't try to take over or do his do his thing where he tries to get to the rim aggressively, and it just felt like a lot of indecisiveness from Nebraska last night. And some of that is on, you know, Creighton's end. Credit them for being the most athletic team. I think Nebraska's played. They were flying around. They yeah. were in rotation really well. Nebraska didn't, you know, switch anything up. They ran the same stuff they've ran all year. Didn't yeah. give Creighton a new look. But to your point, Nick, about stopping runs, Bryce Williams didn't do that. Had yeah. a really tough time getting his own shot. But the he also that, wasn't like out there. Only twenty-one like, minutes. Th- there were some. Mm-hmm. There were some crucial times in that game, and that's what somebody said. Uh, a, a named texter asked on the on the text line, uh, "Did Bryce get injured? I never heard an update after he went to the locker room. He seemed to be okay. Like I understand that he got got kind of got kind of got banged up, but like." That was a big game last night, and I just did. I, I don't know if it didn't feel like the team was treating it like a pretty monumental game. The crowd in pregame was one of the best I've ever seen. Absolutely, Bank Arena. Yes. The, when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. introductions were legit yeah it was hyped i don't want to say that the crowd wanted it more than nebraska mm-hmm. that the players did yeah. because I, I don't want to question the players effort i don't think it was they just wrote oh, yeah, this like game off or didn't to, care. Yeah. right yeah what i will say is that i think nebraska and what fred hoiberg was going for 
was a team that's like him emotionally. We saw Fred get fired up with, with Paul Zelk last yeah. night. There were some, yeah. some questionable calls, but Fred Hoiberg, we've come to know him as this even keel. He does stay not steady. get irate unless it's warranted. He does not. I, I've never seen a huddle with Fred Hoiberg ripping into his team, yelling yeah. at him, and that's fine. I'm not saying that's a character flaw for Fred Hoiberg, but think about Bryce Williams, not a vocal leader. Josiah Alec, lead by example. Rink Mast, not the loudest guy. No. Juwan Gary will do some talking, but didn't have a good game no. last night, right? At all. Strick and I kind of talked about that a little bit. Even Rink and didn't have that great of a game. He I, did. I mean, Rink shot and, three of 11, and that was one right. of the guys coming in where I told you pregame, like, Rink's got to have his normal, you know, Doubled up. 16 and 10, 16 mm-hmm. and 12 type of game. And he didn't, no one did. You know, Rink had a couple chances to stop a couple runs. CJ yeah. Wilcher's two threes would have been huge. But because those guys didn't hit their open shots, it reverted to what we saw the first three years of Fred Hoiberg, hero ball, right? Yeah. Casey ends up eight of 16. He was six of eight in the first half. He took a lot of tough ones. Yeah. Just. Because someone had to get a had to get a shot up. Yeah. And again, credit Creighton. They, they had Alexander on him. That's a tough matchup. Yeah. You know, Alexander's bigger, longer, faster than Casey Tomonaga is. Didn't do himself, you know, many favors for the few NBA scouts that were, you know, maybe in attendance for him, probably more for Shireman Alexander yeah, exactly. and, and Kalkbrenner. But this team, Nick, I think the way that they played is the worst of them because mm-hmm. it's okay to have a, a team that's quiet and confident. I think a veteran team that stays steady is susceptible to giving up fewer runs Mm -hmm. like what we saw last night from Creighton. The issue is when there is a run like that, there's no one there that's the tone setter that's able to jump in and say, we're changing it. This is different. I'm taking this on myself. Y'all better follow my leader. Y'all better sit your butts down. There's not that guy. And I'm one of those very in the middle, even keel type of guy. So I like that approach. Mm -hmm. But as with anything, there are trade-offs, and Nebraska saw the trade-off of it last night. Yeah, it was a frustrating performance, and you hope that, I mean, once again, it, the the idea still stands, right, where you hope Nebraska, out of this four-game set between Creighton, Minnesota, Michigan State, and Kansas State, Nebraska can get, can get at least two. I think if you ask fans, all right, what are the two that you feel the best about getting it would be Minnesota on Wednesday, mm-hmm. and, and and we might Have differ. To. We might differ on this one. I say Minnesota, or excuse me, Michigan State on Sunday, just because it's at home. I, I don't like the idea of Nebraska going down to Kansas State, although it's a a lesser Kansas State team than the team that made the made the deep run in the NCAA tournament last year. I still don't feel great about them going down to Manhattan and asking them say, "Hey, get two wins on the road." So. I can see both arguments. I think you have to get Minnesota, which, again, having a must-win for your ninth game of the year is pretty tough. But Minnesota hasn't impressed me. I think they've still got a ways to go under Ben Johnson. I can agree with you that being at home, you know, should boost the crowd or should boost the players. It didn't. I also think Michigan State is a really tough matchup. Yeah. I think Walker and Hogart are studs. I think they're going to combine for 40, 45 points. Yeah. So... Maybe too, like we talk about this with, you know, especially young teams. I don't know why that would be the case for Nebraska as an older team, but going on the road where there's less pressure, you just had the biggest game of your season to this point. Mm -hmm. You failed that test. You'll have probably the second biggest game of your season to this point in terms of crowd energy, anticipation, energy against Michigan State. We'll see how Nebraska looks. Again, I think Michigan State's a tough matchup. So maybe getting one of these meaningful games on the road We'll have the team loosen up, play more free, 
say, hey, we're just here for business. It's none of the pomp and circumstance. And I think Kansas State's a little bit better of a matchup for Nebraska. Yeah. I, I would, I when you think back to last night, I am a little disappointed in Nebraska not being able to put together a better performance. And I think simply because like there was a lot of other stuff going on, right? Mm-hmm. They brought out the pyrotechnics. They brought out the the fire, the the swag waivers. Yeah, like they brought out a lot for it. They made some new games up, whatever the case may be. They had a stupid halftime show. Like it wasn't that bad. It, it, was, was, it was mediocre. Austin, it was bad. It wasn't good, but it was better than the game. Austin, I've never seen a halftime act get booed off the floor. It, here, it wasn't. I'm not saying it was good. Okay. Right? I'm not saying it was good. Don't twist you're, my you're words. Pro, here. You're pro Kevin Durant eater. I am not pro anything that went on on that court last night. I'm just saying I would rather have watched 40 minutes of the halftime show than the 40 minutes of basketball Nebraska gotcha. out there. Whatever you say, man. But nonetheless, like it felt like an opportunity for Nebraska to be like, hey, you know what? We received votes in the last, uh, uh, although it was only four. Like we it received- was one point. They got a 22nd yeah. place vote. That's four right. Points. So it's like, all right. So uh, uh, yes, we were receiving votes. Here we go. But we're legit, right? We're, we're going to mm-hmm. take this rivalry. We're going to win it two years in a row. Like, this is us. Mm-hmm. And they just didn't show up. And, like, not that I thought Nebraska's offense would ever be able to compete against Creighton. I'm not saying they're going to be able to shoot better than Creighton. But, man, you didn't expect two of 22 from the three-point line. Nebraska was never going to win a game in the 80s or 90s. Creighton just has that higher ceiling. And I know people yeah. are going to say, well, Nebraska was averaging over 80 points a game. Eh, I, I'm not buying that. The, yeah, I understand I'm, the opponents. I'm stuff. not buying that. For Nebraska to win this game... I think it was going to be either in the 70s or like 70 to 60. Yep. Where there's enough defense, Creighton shot okay, but not great. Nebraska yeah. played pretty well, maybe took a slight step back in terms of you know raw numbers. Yeah. But Creighton getting to the 80s was a death knell for Nebraska. Nebraska will have an opportunity, though, coming up. All right. And this is where throughout the season we'll have the conversations about net rankings. Uh, Nebraska, and this today was the first day where the net rankings came out, and this is where the quad one, quad two, quad three, quad four wins. And for Nebraska, who we expect right now at seven and one to still be relatively a, a fringe NCAA tournament team, like a bubble mm-hmm. team, this is where quad wins happen, or, you know, are, are pretty important. And obviously, Nebraska falling to Creighton last night. Creighton debuted at the number four spot in the net rankings how about that margin of uh, victory yeah I, I mean you're right there number four so nebraska that's a quad one loss which doesn't look detrimental but i think when you look at nebraska right they're going to have an opportunity where nebraska debuted as the 76th team in the net they'll have an opportunity against a team in michigan state which ranks 51st and then kansas state who ranks a little bit below them at 100th right so these are two big games. I mean, obviously, Minnesota's first. But those two games are pretty important and crucial for Nebraska going forward in terms of, like, you don't want those losses coming back to hurt mm-hmm. you or haunt you come February and Selection Sunday. I finished postgame with this last night. I will repeat it for anyone who's not listening or who needs to hear it again during On the Block. But I'll say it here because it's important. Last night was disappointing because Nebraska miserably failed the first big test. Yeah. But the key is that it's the first big test, not the only big test. Yep. You have a cha- you have another chance against Michigan State. You get a, a shot on the road against a solid Kansas State team. The onus is on this Nebraska team to prove that it learned from last night. If Nebraska didn't learn from it, and this is what it looks like in the big games, you might not even host first round at the NIT. But if you can 
win, you know, two of these next three games, hold serve at home because you have a couple big names coming to Lincoln and Big Ten play, then your goals are in front of you. You're right where you want to be. But last night cannot happen again. Yeah, Minnesota on the season does have a couple losses. They've uh, lost to Missouri at home at the barn. They lost uh, to San Francisco, lost to Ohio State on Sunday. Um, so they've had a couple losses as well on their record, led by second-year head coach and former Nebraska assistant Ben Johnson leading the Golden Gophers. Nebraska tips off against Minnesota on Wednesday at 8 p.m. on the Big Ten Network. Let's take our final timeout, or I guess not final, second-to-last timeout. When we return, let's talk college football playoff, right? Because uh, there's been a lot of controversy. We've talked a lot of transfer portal and we'll keep you updated if there's any updates throughout the next. I mean, Austin will be on the air till probably six o'clock, I guess. Yep. <laughs> so uh, he'll be able to keep you updated the entire show today, entire rest of the afternoon as well. Uh, but for now, we got about 30 minutes left in the show. Stricky just entered the building, so he'll join us in the final segment. But let's talk college football playoff coming up next on the happy hour. You're listening to 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.